If you're listening to this, it means that one of us was either so obnoxious or irresponsible that we didn't make a podcasting deadline. I don't think Bill heard that drop a minute ago. Which one? This one? Not hard. Neither one of us are hard. No, I am not. (laughs) What was that? Uh, I don't know. It was the beginning and somebody said, uh, it's not hard. Were we we talking about like seltzers or insiders? I I don't know. I have I'd have to look at the uh, the date stamp to find out what episode that's from. Well, speaking of not knowing what date it is, here's another one of our non-synchronistic music podcasts. Yeah, if you're hearing this, another album, Bill has not heard before. Yeah. Yep, I've thrown my diet out the window and I'm eating some potato chips. <laughs> Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Pink Floyd's Dark no. Side of the Moon. Bill, do you know of Pink Floyd as a band? Not really. You know they exist, though. I've seen the t-shirts. Okay. What are you guys drinking? I got... I've got, I've got a... Water. Some water. <laughs> I'm doing shots. Okay. Oh, yeah? Shots of what? Uh, organic Immunity Daily Shot. Oh, fun. B, C, D, and K vitamins. Nice. That tastes amazing. Mm. It's a lot of ginger. Mm. Woo! Ooh. Is that Woo! the one with the cayenne pepper? Um, no, but the ginger oh. has a kick. Like, this was, yeah. These are ginger turmeric. These are like Kirkland's signature brand. If you want to make it really spicy, you should add some salt. Or some it. black pepper. Yeah. <laughs> black pepper. I'm also drinking a grape raspberry sparkling ice. Mm. Caffeinated? No. Oh. 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 I don't drink caffeine. Okay. I'm not a caffeine guy. I actually accidentally bought a 12-pack of bubbly the other day because it sounded delicious. Got it home, and it's caffeinated. You got caffeinated bubbly? Yeah, and it's really... I haven't seen that. It's like, and it's like strawberry pineapple or That's something. Weird. But I didn't try it because I don't drink caffeine a lot. So, Bill, Dark Side of the Moon, so, you listened to this album. Did you do as instructed listening to this album in synchronous order? Of course I listened to it. In okay. Its, in its entirety, at once, sitting? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. All I was right. trying to think. It was the Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club. That I did not listen to in one sitting. I listened mm. to that one in two sittings. Okay. Ryan? Yes? What is your um, level of Pink Floyd fandom? Um, I like them. I, I own several albums. I don't know how okay. many I actually own physically. But I own The mm-hmm. Wall and Dark Side of the Moon for sure. Right. Those come in the mail with samples of time. <laughs> <laughs> um... I don't know. I'm not a super fan, but I'm definitely a fan. Okay, great. Can I point out something that's interesting? Sure. As we're doing this, um, recently we recorded the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper and the Lonely Hearts Club. Yeah, previous to the series. That was like months ago. You guys remember that? Yeah, kind of. It's been a long Um, time. One of the things we were talking about on there was like how popular it was based on its like Spotify (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. On average, every song on here... 10 to 20 times more well, plays than the Beatles songs. Bill, uh, yes, I agree with that. However, I think you and I were both looking at the remastered version, so we'd probably have to combine the regular version and the remastered version of Sgt. Pepper to come up with well, the numbers. Also, also, I don't know how much this matters, but the Beatles have only been streaming on Spotify for mm. maybe five, like five years. They weren't on Spotify for a True. long time. Oh, you think Pink Floyd has been on there for a while? The whole yeah. time, yeah. There's, there was a few holdouts. Uh, the Beatles were a holdout. Prince was a holdout. Um, Tay-Tay's still not on there. I think there was one. 
And then I was surprised yeah. to see that this album was um, so old, 1973. I guess I thought that they were like an 80s band. Mm. Okay. That seems like something you'd think. Are they? Are these guys also like a British band, like Oasis and the Beatles? Yes. Okay. It's like almost all of these like super famous old bands are all from have you, the UK. Have you ever heard the term? So Pink Floyd's not involved in it, but have you ever heard the term British Invasion? Sure. Yeah, so I thought that was just a thing about the Beatles. Uh, it was the Beatles. It was all those bands. I mean, the Hermits, Hermits, and all that Rolling stuff Stones. that came over at the time. The Stones, all that stuff. Um, I always forget that they were British too. Yeah. I think it's funny when you find out someone, like you realize someone's British. Like, like Eric Clapton. Mm. Like, what? Or, You're or really? or the, yeah, you the actor from House. <laughs> yeah, sure. Or like, who did I, the other day I was like, I always forget that this person. Greg is, Laurie. Yes. Um, he, Hugh Peter, Laurie? Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton. Yeah. You know, just weird. It's just weird. Just weird stuff. You're I like, think, oh. I think it's Hugh Laurie. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Who's Greg Laurie? I think he plays linebacker. Okay, that, that makes sense. <laughs> For house. <Yeah. laughs> um, all right, so uh, not that you asked, but my level of Pink Floyd fandom is we just assume I was that, also a teen. We just assume that you would chime in with it, because that's what you do. Right, that's what you should always do in a podcast. You shouldn't ask questions. Um, well, it's more I, of the fact that you interrupt everyone all the time. So I, I was a teenager once, so I have to have listened to Dark Side of the Moon. Right. And the wall. I, I watched also the wall. Was a teenager. Yeah. I don't. I. You know what? That's yet to be proven. <laughs> um, I don't think like a Pink Floyd is. I understand that they're good. I like them. I like this album. I like most of the wall. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I, I. I didn't listen to like Animals a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't go super deep because it's just a lot. It's a lot to wrap your head around. I have seen Roger Waters, the bass player for Pink Floyd, twice. I just saw him like two weeks mm-hmm. ago, actually, live. Um, and it was pretty good. Um, I can I could take or leave some Pink Floyd, but I like the real good stuff or the stuff that speaks to me. And this album is just fun. That's that's a nice little yeah. segue there. Speaking right? of. Because thanks. the first song on this is Speak to Me. Good job. Um, well, let's, let's, let's get into it. What do you think? Because, Bill, you didn't know anything about Pink Floyd beforehand, right? No, just that sometimes people listen to this while they're watching Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. I'm pretty sure that I saw your daughter wearing a Pink Floyd shirt, and I was like, she has better taste in music than you. And she said, I just like the design. Yeah, she has no <laughs> idea who they are. Either. Right, right. Pretty cool prism you got there. Mm-hmm. Track one, speak to me. You're going to want to skip towards the end of this one. You're going to hear that a lot on Pink Floyd songs. You're going to want to skip in a little bit before something's going on. So, so this is just kind of an intro. 
And uh, this track is marked explicit for some reason. I, I, if you I pull know. up the lyrics, so do oh, you, yeah. if, if you look at it, this is like what's, I don't know if this is actually said in here, but like, it's just this line that gets repeated over and over and over again with an F-bomb in it. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't hear it in the song. Yeah, I don't hear it either. Um, but yeah, that's why it's marked that way. Because that's what it pulls up. Can you pull up the lyrics? I've been mad what? for everything here. Yeah. Why do oh, vinyl okay. records? Why do vinyl records have so much shit inside of them? I do I need know. two? I've do I need two vinyl records? Do I need two posters of Pink Floyd? Apparently, you do. So that's just like an intro. What's interesting to me about this song is if you listen to this whole album, and then you come back to this song and listen to it again. I feel like you can hear the intros of all the songs mixed into this. Mm. That's interesting. Right? And so it reminds me of like in a musical, the overture that will have mm. like the, the main melodic lines that you're going to hear throughout the play all mm-hmm. kind of put into the beginning of the overture. And then you recognize yeah. them later on as you get in. You, like, yeah. You, you don't know what you're hearing until you hear right. it. You hear that, 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 you know, Big bass drum. You hear some of that electric humming sound that's used later on. Mm. You hear the cash register sound yeah. going in the background. The ticking of the so, clock. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So you'll, you'll notice I really listen to this. Right? I think that maybe we're going to be in for a surprise at the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> on to track two. Breathe. Parentheses in the air. Um, this I love is breathe. the smoking weed song. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. It's pretty close. It's right up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like this one too. I like, I like the mellow intro and the building, uh, you know, the way it builds up and then the vocals mm-hmm. just kind of cap the top of the song. Right. It mm-hmm. reminds me of like an iceberg with the vocals just being the like 10% that's out of the wall. Mm-hmm. Right? Bill, how many times have you seen, um, Wizard of Oz. Uh, both of them. How many times have no, you seen like, the movie Wizard of Oz? Like two or three times. Okay, so you don't know it very well. I mean, how many times do you have to see a movie to know it very well? Well, it depends on what you're talking about. So, I mean, I've like paused a Blu-ray of it and watched a guy hang himself in the background. <laughs> yeah, which isn't real. <laughs> Did you... Um, so do you know about the story behind Dark Side of the Moon and Wizard of Oz? No. So we used to do other people would like sync it up or whatever. Right? Yeah. So if you play, it was a lot easy. It was pretty easy to do on with CD. We used to when I was in high school. Yeah, with the CD and the VHS. Yeah. Um, or the DVD. You watch it. You watch it, and I think it's the the third, second or third lion's roar for right. the MGM. Yeah. You push play, and when you're real high, <laughs> you start being like, Allegedly. "Whoa, man! This is like the soundtrack to this movie." It almost are you supposed to with like the sound of the movie on? No, no. Okay. sound of the movie because, off. Yeah, Subtitles, so like maybe. Um, so I don't. We probably won't hear some of these things, but like 
Um, the next song. Let's get to the next song and we'll talk about it. Was that the beginning or the end of the song? Uh, that was, uh, the laugh is at the end. I guess it must be in Breathe then. I'm trying. So I haven't done the um, Wizard of Oz thing in a long time. It's pretty loose. I mean, it's pretty like open to interpretation. But there's a song, it must be on, like I said, on Breathe, where they it's a lyric like, don't fall in it. Mm-hmm. Something like that. That's when she's balancing over the hog pit and falls into the okay. hog pit. That happens okay. there, right? And I think right now is when she's running to like, see Auntie M and the storm's coming. Right. No, yeah, there's no way this, that this short into it is that it's, it's probably more when she's running after the lady who ends up being the witch is taking away Toto. Right? Uh, I mean, we're pretty, this, she, these songs aren't short. Well, I'm looking at the running time of them and we're like eight, nine minutes in. She, she has to go see the fortune teller and then come back with the storm. She runs she's, away from she, home. Yeah. She's running. So it's one of those, the song's called The Run. That's when she's like running. And then right, I'm trying to think. To like when she's running away from Okay, home. sure. Right, maybe yeah. that's how it's going. Because um, of the dog, yeah. Right. This, also, this album ends way before the movie's over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Are you supposed to like put it on repeat or? No, it's, it's over. I think. So do you remember how this album ends? The last sounds you hear on this album? Oh, I can skip to it real quick. Sure, go ahead. To refresh my memory. You hear a heart beating. That's when she meets the Tin Man. Okay. <laughs> right? So but it's just interesting. That yeah. These movies, like, there's no way that this was on purpose. How did someone discover this? <laughs> I don't right. know. Yeah. Like, unless someone must have been like, this sounds like the Wizard of Oz, man. Like, or someone is like, you know, high and listening to this album and there's a TV on in the background and they see part of it. The problem with that theory is that, like, oh, shit. Oh, remember I talked about getting scared last week? Yeah. There was just a random cat looking in my window at me that I don't know <laughs> that cat. Oh, oh sorry, guys. Um, the thing about these, um, you talk about that. When this was discovered, people didn't have VHS tapes yet. You know what I mean? This stuff wasn't, people weren't sitting at home watching Wizard of Oz. So, because this has been an old thing. Like, people knew it. Like, my dad knew it, you know? It's just interesting, but well, that um, must have been really hard to do it when you had like movie. <laughs> go to go to a movie theater. Yeah, did you even didn't yeah. have a Walkman? Had to bring your yeah. turntable with you. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, that one. That one's interesting too. Uh, on the run, mm-hmm. because it just has um, the two lines of 
lyric, right? Right. Yeah. Ha- have your passports ready. Rome. Live yeah. for today, gone tomorrow. That's me. Right. Yeah. Um, this next song used to piss me off because I would, when I was listening to Sound Bullet, I'd fall asleep to it and I'd get awoken by the beginning of this next song. <laughs> I'm still, uh, I'm just, I'm just sleeping, and then it was just like, all this shit. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. This is one of my two favorite songs on the album. Yeah, it's it's the second longest. Sure. Uh, and it's it's the most like a normal song because it does have like a <laughs> instruments and, and stuff. Well, yeah. I just mean it's 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 one of the more vocal, right? Right. A yeah. lot of these songs are mostly instrumental, but this one does have like verses and a chorus. Well, yeah, a lot of this a stuff lot. on this album is like interludes and soundscapes and stuff getting in between the real meaty songs. Big meaty clanker. Right. It's, it's the jamming and the like exploring. Yeah. Yeah. That's a better sound, word. Which I really like. Uh, yeah. I like that in a band. I, I, I know it would shock you to hear I like jam bands. Um, (laughs) weird bill loves to hear people tune their instruments um but i also like i like their incorporation of like sound effects and things to make sure that you know you don't always have especially when you're listening through an album you don't Mm -hmm. always have the titles of the tracks right yeah 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 and if it's not a lyrical song something like all of those clocks reminds you oh yeah this song is like about time and pursuing mm-hmm. that like frame of what they were thinking of when they wrote it. I really like throughout this whole album the use of the uh, the background singers, like the female vocals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, really she like, sings her ass off. Yeah, really talented, yeah. lots of vocal range, and just belting it out. I think that just adds a dimension to the sound that wouldn't have been there if they just had the regular band members singing. It, it, it reminds me of "Give Me Shelter" by the 
Rolling Stones mm-hmm. with that girl. It's just like, you're just like, jeez, I can't believe those notes and the the strength in the voice. And they're getting paid like 1500 yeah. bucks. Right. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, what's the next song on your list here? The Great Gig in the Sky. So, I'm very confused. In the album here, um, we are fine there, but do you have, does your um, track list show the Breathe reprise? No. Where is it? I, I, I can't tell if it's at the very end. It's when he's home, home again, or is that just the end of the song? Hmm. It's listed like this. And yeah, I can see it. Okay. Anyway, keep going. Let's listen. Great gig Great in the sky. Gig in the sky. Great gig in the sky. Like fall asleep. <laughs> this might be my favorite song on this album. Yeah. Okay. I re- I really like this one. I. It might be because I play played piano for years mm, that I mm-hmm. appreciate a good pianist. But um, yeah, we know you do. <laughs> nice. Not hard. But Neither just, one of us are hard. No, I am not. I I like the piano. I like I like the the rise and then fall of this one, mm, and then yeah. you know just it the swells like, almost. the The line that keeps re- that he you know says that I'm not afraid of dying. I think he says that two or three times, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's one of those things where it's like, uh, what does he say? He says, "Oh, let me look at the lyrics." Um, he says, "I'm not frightened of dying. Any time will do. I don't mind." Why should I be frightened of dying? There's no reason for it. You've got to go sometime. Mm-hmm. I never said I was frightened of dying. Right? So, and I don't know. I just found that interesting. Like, well, then why are you talking about it so much? Right? It's, it's <laughs> one of those things where it's like, yeah. I'm trying to convince myself that I'm not afraid of this thing. Well, but also you're hearing one side of a, of a conversation too, right? right? Like he's right. answering somebody's question that you don't get to hear. Right, yeah. And and then it's it's interesting you put that with the title, like the great gig in the sky, and it's like, so are you not frightened because you think there's something afterwards? I right. mean, it's just there's just a lot of like there's a lot of space in this song to think. And mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> and then I find it interesting with this this song juxtaposed with the next song back to back. Right. Well then it goes from time. And they're talking about time, right? To dying and now to money. The right. problem, the problem with this 
format is not being able to hear the transitions between songs too, because they're interesting yeah. and they kind of they all flow together. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, yes. Which, if you're just listening to this album and you don't know it, like I didn't, yeah, you don't always know when one song is ended and the next one right, is started. Right, right, right. Except for time and money, which have the like very clear like new sounds that let you know we're starting well something and different. i i don't know this off the top of my head but i i would imagine that this was done because they needed to be singles yeah probably they or, or at least they made a radio edit of these songs which was even cleaner than this to make them singles because mm-hmm. that's how the music business worked so money you must know this song yeah i was gonna say this is the one song that i have heard um off this album before mm-hmm. and it's interesting because it's also probably the least representative song of this album right it is it stands in stark contrast to the rest of the sounds a little yeah yes i don't know i feel but like it, fits it also yeah it, it doesn't not fit it doesn't stick out no but it no is, it doesn't it, it doesn't it's right. not that it doesn't fit but it is like again more of the like First chorus. A lot more singing, a lot more of the song feel to it. I like this song a lot. I like the bass line and the saxophone are great in this yeah. song. Yeah. I I think, too, this is probably one of the first songs to use that um, found samples as, a, as part of the rhythm section, mm-hmm. where you've got the cash register and the coins and stuff. Right. Like, yeah. in a rhythm as part of the bass or the, the actual rhythm section, as opposed right. to just sound effects. Right. It's creating part of the beat. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So looking into the album cover here, Roger Waters wrote all the lyrics for mm-hmm. all the songs. Okay. Okay. It's such an interesting it's an interesting dynamic to have these kind of bands where what you discover is he's probably like the genius of the band. Yeah. But he the can't poet. he but he can't really sing. Mm, yeah. You know, he's he's a bass player. Play the Oasis guy. And then they hate each other also. Like they, him yeah. and David Gilmore, they they haven't been together in they were they got together for like Live Aid? No. Is that what it was called? The one with once, one of like them, yeah, ten, fifteen years ago, and that was the first time they'd done anything, and that's the last time they'll so ever just do anything. Two guys. Well, no, there's they've had a little bit of a there's a lot of history there. There used to be a guy in the band be- previous to even recording this. That's what my what gets and my these favorite guys song are Alive. David Gilmore and Roger Waters are both alive, and so is uh, Nick Mason, the drummer. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all do David Gilmore. I think maybe retired recently, but they all do their own. Pink Floyd live things on their own, but not right. together. They just can't stand each other. Um, huh. Yeah, it's interesting. And they're, you know, they're real outspoken um, political guys. Roger Waters is crazy political. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. wild, you know, and some of it is, 
he's he's getting a lot of flack nowadays for some of the things he said. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it's just interesting that one guy, you know, like the Beatles, it's always Lennon and McCartney pretty much. I mean, and they've all done other stuff, but those two are the main guys. This is one guy. Also, uh, Bill doesn't know this. You don't, do you know who Alan Parsons is? The Alan Parsons From the project? Alan Parsons project? project. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know he, who Alan Parsons is. He engineered this album. Right. And it was recorded at Abbey Road Studios, the Beatles studio. Mm. So, Interesting. Anyway, yeah. The things you could learn in an album cover. Moving along to track seven, Us and Them. So, th- yes, Bill? Well, I was just going to say, this This is one of those songs like Rick was talking about that you really miss with the transition because the beginning of this song is connected very closely to the end of Money and carries mm-hmm. a lot of the same sounds. And then it's like about, what, 30 seconds in that it sort of transitions to a new sound. It's so kind, it's- of, kind of a lot reminiscent of an album just six years earlier called Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band where those songs all transitioned into each other kind of seamlessly as you went along. Mm-hmm. Even, even, even the beginning of like little help from my friends is the end of Sergeant Prince William Hartsman when they introduce him coming in Billy and then he starts singing. There's all that Shears. stuff as it. So, I mean, you know, these guys, they didn't do it first per se, but they did it. Let's keep I'll going. Drink. <laughs> There's no ice. Slower number, a little saxophone action. It's real, real loungy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a sad song, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so a lot of these songs, including my favorite song that's about to come on, um, they're a lot of the stuff. Um, actually, when I saw him live recently, they, it's a, it's a real visual and by presentation. Him, do you mean Roger Waters? Roger Waters, yeah. It's a big visual presentation. I mean, just, it's like it was in the round and he had a big yeah, light shows. Uh, he had a big X of screens, like just everyone, everyone could see everything. Okay. And he would just show like, you know, uh, presidents and the horrible things they've done and war criminals, and blah, 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 blah. People got killed. Um, but then there's a couple of songs that he talks about Sid Barrett, who is he was one of the founding members who most of these songs are about. He was like their best friends. And then he had a like a mental breakdown and went crazy and then died. Well, so this, it's this one really effective. like it's about like the division between the rich and the poor and someone who like dies because he can't afford food, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And it comes and it not only comes on the heels of but also contains the notes of in the beginning of money, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. It, 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 these two songs really flow together with money, and then it creating the division between us and them. Right. And it's it's interesting too when you hear now like concept album is almost derogatory to a lot of artists. Sure was last time. <laughs> <laughs> well, but what I'm what I'm saying is is that Sgt. Pepper's may have been one of the first commercially successful concept albums, and this one perfected the art mm-hmm. at, at, up to this point anyway sure okay moving on to any color you like 
So we got another jam band number here. Mm-hmm. Just the instrumental, kind of creating some space between what they've been doing and what they're about to do. Right. So it's now we're going to move on to my favorite song on the album. Not surprising. Brain. Why is it not surprising? It's called Brain Damage. <laughs> I don't Damage. get it. that together that's cool that's nice sure did, yeah. yeah this song about someone just slowly losing his mind and going yeah, crazy right yeah uh it's it's a good song i like it a lot yeah um, i like it too and you know just kind of this idea that well we're all gonna eventually go crazy so if you go crazy before me that's fine i'll see you when i get there <laughs> sure yeah, right you know? yeah yeah like that that's what i get out of that like see you on the dark side of the moon right yeah, yeah. right um <sighs> all right well we got one, one last one, right? Yeah, we Final should have the sunset on this album. I get it. Nah. Kind of. Tin Man. Oil can. <laughs> um, it's a really good end to the album. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a, it climaxes and then just kind of releases. I love, I love <laughs> Never mind. Not like just, that, you fucking creeper. That, that's a drop. <laughs> <laughs> I need some more of my own drops. Um, yeah, I mean, especially coming from Brain Damage with that allusion to the dark side of the moon. And then just saying, like, everything under the sun can be great, but the sun gets eclipsed by the moon. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? That like, yeah. Especially if the moon is this analogy for, like, the brain's failure, like, eventually going crazy or, or losing your mind. And, like, hey, everything you do is eventually going to be lost when you lose your mind. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. it make you – so, Bill, when you think about this, mm-hmm. do you wish that you were, like – Oh, yeah. I like doing drugs. This is a perfect album to do a lot of drugs to. (laughs) Well, it definitely is. But it's also like an album just to have on in the background while you're just like, like, I like to listen to music while I'm reading or like playing a video game or something. And you just got something going on in the background. Yeah, Um, there's not a lot of starts and stops. It's not like jolting. It just flows. It flows great. I really liked this album, guys. Wow. um, Well, I would definitely uh, listen to it again. Let's uh, take a break and get your musical clamometer ranking for this album. Okay. 
check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? <laughs> um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah, check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. And we're back. We're back. Do we need to make a musical clamometer drop? It's like do 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 do. Oh, I can't believe you don't listen to Deedly in the Bling Blongs. We should listen to their album next. Deedly in the Bling Blongs. Deedly in the Bling Blongs. Yeah. Hey Ryan, we both just said Deedly in the Bling Blongs. I was gonna say clamometer, but I said Deedly in the Bling Blongs. Just a bunch of shit cut together. Yeah. Why you does it sound it. like Tom Tom drums? <laughs> <laughs> it's all distortion and noise. How am I supposed to listen to it? So we just heard the drop. Uh, we don't predict on these shows, so I'll just like, you know, get to the payoff. I really like this album. It's one I will listen to again. There's nothing on this album that I hate. I think I got to give this album like an 85. This is a good find. It's something that... Um, yeah, Ooh, I'm, glad we, I'm glad we discovered this album. Yeah. yeah. It's what a good that's find. Been missing from my life and that I will add uh, in the future to my rotation. So you thanks, know, guys. I guess we'll have to get you involved in it. We might have to get Wish You Were Here or The Wall involved with Bill. See if he's... Maybe he's going to pick Floyd Head. Maybe. I mean, he did say he likes jam bands, and there's a lot of albums that are jam bandy. <laughs> Yeah, and they're all they're all concept albums. They're all yeah. like interesting cool. and okay. Well, well we did another, another musical episode, so hope you like hey, these shorts, listeners. <laughs> if you have your favorite album, let us know what it is, and we'll uh, get it going. Yeah, but if Email it sucks, we won't do it. Right. At miseducationofbill <laughs> at gmail I think that about wraps it up for this week. I really want to thank all the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you listening. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We are on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. We are on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please email us at Miseducation of Bill at gmail.com. Make sure that you subscribe, rate, and like us on all of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on all of the major apps, Spotify, App Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find your podcasts. A special thanks to White Only and the Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify at woatw.com. Guys, we'll see you next week. Yep. Bye Talk now. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Yeah.
time for the guillotine. So pour another drink. 